Hello and welcome to Fekarowetschet. Tonight I would like to take you to Warsaw, to Poland, where two of our members are running a referral clinic for nephrology and cardiology patients. So good evening to Magdalena Kreinska and Dorota Morawska. Good evening. Good evening. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about you and your work. Before we talk about your referral service, uh, just tell me a little bit about uh, yourself, how you got into veterinary medicine. I know that Magdalena, you studied in Lublin, I think, and uh, uh, Dorota, you studied in Warsaw. Is that correct? Yeah, Warsaw, yeah. But mm -hmm. we uh, met in Warsaw, you know, because this is funny story and this is how our friendship began because during my university uh, I decided to move to Warsaw and I went on some student exchange on the fourth year and I have met Dorota and here we are That's four how. years later, let's mm. say we will not say how many, <laughs> mm. but we are together, uh, we are working together as well, because Dorota has got own clinic, and, uh, but we are still sharing some yes. best memories <laughs> from the, this time in university. Yeah, but actually yeah, Magdalena started in Lublin and I started in Warsaw, yeah. Yeah, we are both uh, from family where our, our parents we're vets. My father is a vet. All right, your father as well. Daughter, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and my father, he was a vet, and my mom, she's a vet. Yeah. So, so it was like you have to, you have to do that after you you take it. So, well, you take it with your blood, you know, <laughs> you know with your milk from your mom. <laughs> There are no surprises then. You see, in my case, it was so that uh, I have to admit, sort of, when I started with veterinary medicine, I didn't have a clue. I didn't have a clue. I had been once or twice out with a, um, a, with a veterinary surgeon doing a little bit of large animal practice. My parents, absolutely yeah. no connection to veterinary medicine. I was a complete greenhorn. I mean, you guys knew right from the beginning what you put yourself into then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we knew and we didn't. No. We didn't. <laughs> if you are not practicing, you don't have any idea what is to work as a vet. Um, yeah, and the times are changing, you know. So when our parents were working, they are still working. Yes, Magdalena's yeah. father is working, my mom, she's working also, but like 30 years ago, it was completely different in Poland. So I think the image of a veterinary was also different. Mm -hmm. But still yeah. it's very nice to speak with our parents and just to, to, to you know, know some history of the veterinary. And also our basics, I would say, uh, are from our families, from our parents, because I remember when I was performing the, my first surgery with my mm. father, and uh, he was teaching me how to do that, how to to keep the uh, the the sutures closed, you know everything. So um, I think they gave us this this love to the veterinary, this this positives. 
and uh, that's why we we decided to grown up and to 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 be I tried, the best. I tried. I tried the same thing with my sons. I have two sons, and since they were little, they sometimes had to. I sometimes took some of my patients home if they needed fluids overnight. And then yeah. if it was a dog, I had to be walked in the garden and then they had to go out sort of with a fluid bag and walk the dog so that they were used to it. And it was not uncommon that we had a dog or a cat staying with us overnight because I wanted to, I didn't want to leave them in my clinic. And, but it didn't yeah. work out. It didn't work out. They both went to in completely different professions. So I tried hard, but it didn't work. To, to get that now right, um, as far as I understand, the clinic you are both working in, that's um, uh, uh, originally your mom's clinic, Dorota, hmm? or the clinic of your, your parents. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and Magdalena, you, you worked initially at the university in a referral capacity and now you're working in private practice there. Eh? Yes, yes, I'm working in practice, uh, in private practices. I'm working in four different practices in Warsaw. My role is more like a, a specialist uh, doing only nephrology and urology, cases of soft tissue surgery. So um, I'm not only with one clinic. Um, and this is very common in Warsaw to work in that, in that way for specialists. Yeah. But I'm glad that I'm working with Dorota as well. <laughs> I think both nephrology and cardiology, I personally felt, you see the clinic that, that I had here in the UK was predominantly first opinion. And uh, um, I had a fairly small clinic. I was just working there with one colleague and just a mile or two away from us was a really nice large clinic with seven, eight, nine vets. And yet I had, I had a lot of clients coming to me actually because of continuity. And I thought, well, fields like chronic conditions like um, failing kidneys, um, a heart disease yeah. or oncology and possibly also dermatology. These are areas where I think continuity of care it's just so important. And, and I think that is where possibly really large clinics sometimes fall a little bit short. Do you think that that's the same with you? Like the first contact clinic is having the patients. They are trying everything in a good way just to, to, to figure out what is the problem. Uh, and if they have got some troubles with uh, giving that diagnosis or with the treatment, they are like sending the patient uh, for the consultation. And this is our rule that I'm performing the consultation, I'm, I'm checking everything, I'm preparing all the treatment, and mostly I'm sending back to the, the first uh, um, uh, contact uh, clinic these patients with all the instruction, what to do, when to, is necessary to check the blood, for example, or urine or making ultrasound or whatever. And I'm making also the recheck. So I'm recommending, okay, it will be nice to recheck with me uh, after, for example, two weeks, just to 
see is it better or not if we have to fix something or change treatment and uh, it's working in a very good way and I'm trying to have a very good relationship with other vets as well because I know it's important to, to, to cooperate together. This is absolutely something which I'm really working on in Poland because we still have got some difficulties to send the patients to, to another vet because we are worried that this client will will not come back yeah. so um, this is my point that absolutely I would like to send back the, the clients with all the recommendation and instructions about the treatments and I hope yeah, that uh, I think it's the same with cardiological patients yeah with the cardiology patients yeah it's the same but um, when I'm thinking about the clinic for example in my clinic where Magdalena is making consultations. We have um, a pleasure to work with very good specialists, yes. So we have orthopedic, uh, we have um, dentistry, we have nephrology, urology, surgery, you know, so we can, we can, we have very good internal medicine, uh, we have cardiology, so we can give uh, a lot to our clients, to our patients. So um, not many patients we are sending to another clinics because it's not necessary for us yeah but in the neurology uh, oncology yes we are sending yeah that's good i mean both having the uh, having the the specialist on site is good but just also communication is key i mean in my yeah. own clinic it was always so um i have a rough idea how good the level is to where i can treat and as soon as i realized sort of, okay, this is above that, what I can provide um, uh, decently, then I was, uh, I'm in the lucky position here in the south of England that I have so many good referral clinics. And the key is really communication. Yeah. I might have a really good specialist around the corner, but if he or she doesn't communicate with me and with my clients, then they are not good to me they are then then i will i will not use them but it gave me the possibility that i could always say to my clients uh, um, i'm afraid we have reached a point here where i think you will get better care elsewhere and i will look, would like to refer you somewhere for a second opinion and i cannot recall a single client who left my clinic because of that decision they were all appreciating that I was honest to them and that I said, well, this is the level to where I can provide decent veterinary medicine. Uh, the rest is too much uh, a touch and go and taking chances or risks, and it will eventually come back to you. If you finally mess a case up and you think, well, there are other people around me, they would have done a better job. Uh, and I didn't refer in time, you will not get, uh, uh, yeah, well, it, it, will, it will reflect on your clinic, definitely. Mm. Yeah, yes, exactly. Mm, many times during the week, even today, I had a patient, it was a cardiology patient, uh, but I, of course I have many questions because I'm doing internal medicine also in my clinic, so I have always another questions, not only about the cardiology cases and about orthopedic or when I see there is some kidney disease or something I'm just saying sorry it's not my area I have better people for that 
And uh, when I say that, the people are very happy because they they don't judge me. They they don't think that I'm stupid. They just they think that I'm kind of nice doctor, honest, yeah. And I want to do the um, as much as I can for the dog cat. It's a good good very good quality of uh, service, yeah. yeah. And uh, I think think we we are too rough to each other in the meaning that we cannot know everything. The veterinary field mm. is so huge nowadays because uh, just look in 10, 15 or even 30 years, the veterinary field just grown up so quickly. And uh, in really small area, we have got so many treatments, so many like innovations and uh, you cannot do everything. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible to, to yeah. be the best in everything. Oh, um, uh, how important is for for your clinic and for your services these days social media? The, the times changed. Yes. So when our parents were working thirty years ago, it was completely different. And now uh, social media. My mom, for example, she doesn't know what is Facebook. No, Facebook. <laughs> she knows. She is on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> really? Facebook. No, no. Knows that, but but Instagram, Instagram for her it's too much, and I understand that. Uh, but uh, I think social media uh, now for vets, for veterinary clinics are very important because they can show also uh, what we are doing, yeah, what what is our work, so we can show to clients. And I think it's very important because people maybe they will have um, more knowledge about what we are doing not uh, um, sometimes not in front of them but sometimes behind the door you know and how we care and how we treat the animals i think it's very important and it's nice yeah. not always you are able to to speak about everything what you are doing in the meaning that after surgery the patient is recovering and okay how is recovering is yeah. recovering with another vet or technician on a very soft uh, yeah. like blanket blanket with somebody the below, you know and there are small stuff. small things which are making this uh, hole in the, in a hole so i I think social media um, can give us a lot in, in sharing what we are feeling about our emotions, about our, like, um, the way of treatment or, yeah. or some sad even moments. So I think also it's a good uh, moment to educate people, yeah? And to uh, educate them and give them idea what can be with their dog or cat. So this is also a very good uh, way of uh, presenting yourself, uh, mm -hmm. who you are, what you are doing, where you are working, what you are doing more after job, for example, because we still have different kinds of life as well yeah. after our yeah. job. Yeah. So I think we can, yeah, time to time, not, not every day, <laughs> but uh, I think is always nice to, to show different side of us, like we are that still we are, humans, not, we are not only vets. <laughs> COVID, um, how has that affected your, the work at your clinic? Are you allowing clients in the clinic at the moment or are you seeing them outside? How, how does that work? 
it was different at the beginning and is different nowadays. At the beginning, we were trying to keep clients outside the clinic and to take care only on patients. And after that, speaking with them on the phone, explaining everything and uh, preparing all the information instructions on the paper or sending by email. But I think nowadays we are more into working also with the client inside, but only one person can be in the room uh, with, with animal. And I don't know how it will be during the next week because, you know, we have got so many cases of the COVID in Poland and uh, um, we want to work, we need to work because there is a need uh, for vets to, mm. to work because there are so many uh, animals which are asking for help. <laughs> and, um, and I don't know how it will be in fact I don't um, know but I think it's um, also when we can compare the March April time uh, we were hmm, I think we were a little bit more scared you know like uh, it was something new it was COVID so everyone was completely we had like third, uh, 300 cases per day in Poland yeah so it was now yeah. nothing yeah but everyone was so scared that really the rules of um, treating and how we were um, uh, how we were cooperating with clients was different yeah that the people were uh, standing outside the clinic leaving the dog like Magda said yeah uh, but uh, now I think people are a little bit already tired because of COVID, you know, because everything is all the time restrictions, restrictions, you know, and some of the people, they, they don't believe in this, some of them, they believe. Uh, but also, I think people are more well educated how to behave in the meaning. Yeah. If they are coming, they are wearing masks, they are like cleaning hands. Yeah. And, and they are trying to keep the distance. So they are really much more well-educated. So if somebody is not uh, able to keep distance and to clean the hands wearing masks, we are saying, I'm sorry, we have got this protocol. If you are not able to join this protocol, we cannot work, we cannot cooperate. So if you want to, to be our client, just, just follow it. And yes. people are understanding that and they are saying, sorry yes yes okay let's 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 try it again <laughs> yeah because after five months already yes they started to be used to yeah so the mask is so normal thing on the street and in the clinic everywhere yeah. what what not everybody knows who go comes to your clinic is that i mean you have not only been working in poland but uh, and that we share sort of a, a similar history so you have also done uh, some adventures or uh, trips to Sweden and you worked over there. How yeah. would you say, what, what was for you the, the largest difference? I started to go there, but after I took Magdalena and actually uh, talking about friendship, it was very good, nice time for us. Yes, it was absolutely <laughs> Because we were time. all the time together. And mm. actually we were so um, shocked that we are like, 20 almost 24 hours together because from time to time we have uh, 
uh, we were working in different area, yeah, but you know, mm. almost all the time. So we were cooking to each other, cleaning the house, like uh, going by bicycle, bicycle cleaning, <laughs> working, you know, changing, uh, um, checking which type of patients we have, you know, discussing about the patients. So that's why it was different. Yeah, because we were different in the, in uh, different ways. Yeah. And we like to work together because we we are like from different areas. And you know, if if I have got the difficulties with the cardiac patient, I'm I'm asking Dorota, what I have to do? Oh my God, yeah. you, you have to help me. And it's the same, for example, with surgical patients. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice. But what was the biggest shock for me? I think life balance. That they are really keeping balance in working and keeping free time after work. And I'm really in love with that. And they teach me um, a lot how to work in a good quality. Of course, it is very good quality of working without hurry, just to keep time to think, to to, uh, organize everything to prepare the treatment, to ask somebody if it's necessary. And uh, what I noticed that absolutely it gave me much more good results than when I'm doing everything in a hurry, like in Poland, because in Poland I'm always in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that in Poland I make much more mistakes. And after that I'm coming back home, not spending time in free time, drinking mm-hmm. tea, but thinking, oh my God, I made this, 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 and this wrong because I was in a hurry, because another patient was calling to me, because another patient was waiting. And in Sweden, they, the, it was very nice to work in a comfortable, very comfortable way. Yeah, but uh, it's, I think it's because, first of all, we were in a big hospital, yeah? there so there were a lot of vets and there were a lot of nurses so each vet had his own nurse so it's like a pleasure to work because uh, you you have your time to think you are just coming doing a clinical exam uh, and then you are coming back to your computer and then you can think and your nurse which they are amazing yeah they are doing all the hard stuff and in Poland not every clinic and not every vet can have a nurse this is life in in Poland yes so most of the time we vets we have to do almost everything sometimes yeah, yeah. so you have to be in hurry so this is completely different of course it's changing but the thing is that in in Poland they are different we have different prices and in Sweden, they have different prices and they have money for this. Uh, and the, another thing is that the uh, quality of, um, of working there, it's good because uh, people are very calm. And we in Poland, we are like, you know, like in Italian <laughs> way, you know, a little. So we are like that. And a lot of expression. Expression, you know, and, and yeah. Sweden is very calm. So you have time to think. And yep. they can tell you that, oh, don't worry, we can wait. And yes, I love the clients. <laughs> Swedish people are so kind. I love them. Absolutely, I love them. They can I wait have, hours. I have here in the UK occasionally Polish and also German clients. And 
I know, I think we are, we are just by nature, we are sometimes a little bit, what shall I say, pushy, maybe not quite as diplomatic, a little bit more demanding, yeah. something yeah. like demanding. that. So, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you talk about. Yeah. Um, what, what, what we didn't give us, I think, think um, antibiotics antibiotics <laughs> do not use antibiotics yes. use anti antibiotics and this is something yeah. which absolutely i have changed all my attitude to the antibiotics i'm not using antibiotics i'm only using antibiotics after uh, culture and um, this is something which i'm trying to to teach to teach my student students or vets during the workshops and I think this is absolutely important. Let me finally talk about, the, you already scratched on it a little bit. So come on, if you're, you're alive when you're not vets, how do you manage to, to relax, to, to take your mind off your day-to-day -day work? So what are your hobbies? What is your passion outside of uh, veterinary medicine? My biggest hobby is uh, music. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's like half of my singer. I'm a what, singer. What, what yeah. kind of music? So, uh, let's say it's electronic music, but very smooth electronic music. Yeah. And I still remember because I started to sing when I was seven years. Yeah. And uh, then I started to play piano. And uh, when I got to uh, vet, veterinary studies, my mom told me, oh my God, how, how you manage that? Oh my God, singing a band, rock band, you know, because then I had a rock band and uh, veterinary medicine, she was like so afraid. And I said to, uh, to her, I will manage that, don't worry. So through all the studies, I had a rock band after I had some electronic band and after I had another band and still all the time uh, um, yes I'm sing singing and I had a contract with Universal Music so she's quite popular no you have to find on YouTube Lali yeah. and you have to listen to her when I have got free time nowadays we have got COVID so I cannot travel if mm. uh, um, in the past, I was traveling a lot mm. because I love to explore new uh, culture mm. and uh, what was funny and why COVID destroyed all my plans because I was preparing to go to Mexico mm -hmm. <laughs> and mm -hmm. uh, I'm, I'm really angry on that because I was so into explore this mm. country uh, with, you with the language, uh, language, with food, with all the culture around and uh, dancing, because I was dancing when I was younger. You know that mm. as well? <laughs> I, I know yeah, that. I, I still remember that. So I always say the Poles, <laughs> they know how to throw a good party and I man, they know how to dance. So yes, I have very fond memories of a nice veterinary congress in in Butch. Yes, yeah, and good dancing. Yeah. Mm. But I was a professional dancer, so it was from my past. That's why I I know ah, how to move. Time to so dance. you were cheating. No. So you you had prepared. <laughs> no, yeah. very very good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. This. <laughs> Yeah. Time to time I'm bicycling, making transports, 
and that's it cleaning my house I also <laughs> like to cook and Magdalena announced that because yeah. she was eating uh, food which I prepared in Sweden maybe maybe one day we will meet again somewhere in Sweden so where we work at the same clinic or so and then I will come back to the cooking thing and maybe to the dancing thing oh. as well yeah <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Magdalena de Rotter, thank you so much for joining me for the Fekava Vet Chat. If anyone um, has any questions or comments, you can email us on vetchat at fekava.org. You can certainly also comment on our social media presence. Uh, next week, uh, we will surprise you with another interesting guest. I won't tell you who that will be. Just stay tuned and take care and stay safe. Bye-bye.